How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. To 7 News, First Alert Meteorologist, Ronica Johnson. This evening, clear and cold. In fact, our temperature is really dropping through the 30s. We'll be in the 20s by early tomorrow morning. So coat, gloves, hat, all of it to bundle up. And then near 50 degrees with partly sunny skies. Warmest day out of the week, in fact. Could have a stray shower Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Otherwise, quiet as we end the week. The weekend, though, looking at a coastal storm system that may form, giving parts of the area some accumulating snow, others a wintry mix, or just plain old rain. I'm 7 News Chief. Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. This is WTOP News. WTOP FM Washington. WWWTFM Anassas. WTLP FM Braddock Heights Frederick. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Michael Toscano. Coming up, a D.C. man arrested tonight for a New Year's murder. The D.C. Council takes a first step to sue the mayor over food benefits for the needy. I'm Jake. A local leader says Virginia taxpayers won't be funding a Potomac Yard arena, so who will? I'm Scott Gelman. It's 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. With a lot of people gathering over the last few weeks for celebrations and low vaccination rates, the CDC says more than half the country is experiencing a rise in COVID, flu, and RSV cases. The latest from CBS's Meg Oliver. COVID is making a comeback across the country with the most hospitalizations seen since February of last year. The volume of patients is higher. The emergency room at St. Joseph's Medical Center in Patterson, New Jersey, is packed with patients. Hospital admissions for COVID more than triple here from a month ago. How concerned are you with the increase? Uh, they are sicker, especially patients that are the most vulnerable that have comorbid disease, things like cancer or respiratory disease. That's Dr. Nilesh Patel, chairman of emergency medicine at St. Joseph's Medical Center. More migrants will once again flow across the U.S.-Mexico border as the U.S. begins reopening some border crossings this week. The latest from CBS's Matt Piper. The U.S. will reopen an international bridge in Eagle Pass, Texas, two crossings in Arizona, and another near San Diego all on Thursday. U.S. officials say the Mexican government has stepped up efforts to slow U.S.-bound migration, noting a recent marked drop in illegal border crossings. The U.S. also says the drop has freed up personnel. A shakeup at the top of one of the nation's most prominent universities. Claudine Gay has resigned as president of Harvard. She's been under fire for accusations of plagiarism and her handling of Capitol Hill testimony about anti-Semitism on campus. Ryan Enos is a government professor on campus who is angry about the pressure put on Gay. I'm saddened for Harvard and for higher education in the United States because this is higher education being attacked by mob rule. I think it's something that we should be very wary of. 
Former President Trump challenges a ballot decision in the state of Maine. CBS's Major Garrett with more. Former President Trump filed an appeal asking the Superior Court in Maine to overturn a ruling that keeps him off the March primary ballot. The court now is until January 17th to make a decision. Maine's Secretary of State last month disqualified Trump from the ballot over his alleged role in the attack on the U.S. Capitol nearly three years ago. Trump is expected to appeal a similar ballot ruling in Colorado to the U.S. Supreme Court. We're learning more about the crash outside a Rochester, New York concert venue that left two people dead yesterday morning. Rochester Police Chief David Smith says the man who caused the crash had various containers of gas in his vehicle, but as far as concerns about possible terrorism... We have not uncovered any information leading us to believe that the actions of Michael Avery on New Year's Eve were motivated by any form of political or social biases. The suspect, who was injured in the crash, died last night. On Wall Street, the Dow closed up 26 points. NASDAQ plunged 245. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's 9.03 on Tuesday, January 2, 2024. 37 degrees and going down. Good evening. I'm Michael Toscano. The top local stories we are following this hour are top story. In fact, an arrest in what appears to be D.C.'s first homicide of 2024. D.C. police have arrested 18-year-old Jelani Cousin of Northeast D.C. for the shooting death of 18-year-old Ashley Hines. This was during a New Year's party. Hines was found with gunshot wounds in a room at the Embassy Suites Hotel in Friendship Heights just before 1.30 yesterday morning. Cousin has been charged with second-degree murder. A lawsuit is brewing in D.C. between City Council and Mayor Muriel Bowser over her decision to withhold a SNAP benefit increase. The story from WTOP's Dick Uliano. D.C. Council Chairman Phil Mendelson is proposing authorizing the city's lawyer to sue Mayor Muriel Bowser if she doesn't follow through on a 10% increase in SNAP benefits the Supplemental Nutritional Assistance Program, formerly Food Stamps. The council ordered the increase in the new year, but Mayor Bowser has questioned the additional spending. This is a separation of powers issue, and it's important that we protect our appropriation authority. The council chairman is set to meet Monday with the mayor on the increased benefits a day before the council is scheduled to vote on Mendelssohn's resolution authorizing the lawsuit. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. In a statement tonight, Bowser's office appears to be doubling down on her decision, saying it's, quote, not prudent to increase spending on one program, especially when demand for other programs that support the same people is increasing beyond our current budget. Who will be paying for a possible new Caps and Wizards arena in Potomac Yard, Alexandria? Not Virginia's taxpayers, at least according to Alexandria's mayor. The story from WTOP's Scott Gelman. The arena is being uh, financed initially up front by Monumental. Alexandria Mayor Justin Wilson says the rest will be paid for using money generated from other parts of the proposed Potomac Yard complex. This is sales tax. These are uh, admissions tax that is paid on uh, on events. So these are these are taxes that are generated at the site. The project is expected to cost $2 billion, but only 5% of that will come from the city, according to a recent Alexandria newsletter. This is a model that we use to build the metro station, in fact. So the metro station at Potomac Yard, 
that just opened in May. The General Assembly and Alexandria City Council have to act before the project moves forward. Wilson says how it'll be paid for is top of mind for residents. Certainly concerns and questions around the finance of this. Help me understand the finances. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. It's 9.06. Meanwhile, the D.C. Council is making moves to provide more money for a renovation of Nats Park. D.C. Council Chair Phil Mendelson has introduced legislation to create a ballpark maintenance fund. The measure comes after the mayor and the Nationals reached a deal last fall that will provide millions to repair the 15-year-old ballpark. Money for the fund would come from ballpark sales tax revenue and rent paid from the lease of the ballpark. Other parts of the bill would require Events D.C., which runs Nats Park, to turn in an annual spending report to the mayor and the council. Campaign 2024 on WTOP, a federal judge has thrown out a lawsuit that tried to ban former President Donald Trump from Virginia's presidential primary and general election ballots this year. The suit argued Mr. Trump should be excluded after his efforts to overturn the result of the 2020 election. But U.S. District Judge Leone Brinkema ruled that a pair of activists who filed the suit lacked legal standing to challenge Donald Trump's eligibility for office. The judge says the activists totally failed to show Mr. Trump's presence on Virginia's ballot would cause them specific harm. The ruling shows there won't be any late-breaking developments regarding the former president's eligibility as a primary candidate in Virginia, where early voting for the state's March 5 primaries is set to start in a little more than two weeks. Well, it wasn't quite the earthquake our region felt back in the summer of 2011, but many folks in Montgomery County woke up to a rumble in the middle of the night. The small, early morning quake was likely caused by something thousands of miles away. Our story from WTOP's Luke Lukert. The epicenter is calculated to be about 2.2 miles west of Rockville. It was a 2.3 magnitude earthquake, according to geologist Rebecca Cavage-Adams with the Maryland Geological Survey. Maryland does not sit on a tectonic border like California and Iceland, where earthquakes are more common. These are not active faults, but they are still discontinuities in the Earth's crust. This quake we felt was likely caused by shifting activity in the mid-Atlantic. Even though we're several thousand kilometers distant from it, there is stress that accumulates in our part of the world. And once it builds enough, it can cause these small quakes on our inactive fault lines. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, shoppers are now dealing with the credit card bill, bills after their holiday shopping. It's 9.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. On the inner loop of the Beltway after Branch Avenue, the crash is now out of the roadway. If anything is left, it is on the right shoulder, and the police activity, that is clear on the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge, so there are no delays there. Around the Beltway then in Maryland and Virginia, traffic continues to run pretty freely. And 50 out to the Bay Bridge, good to go. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each running well between the Beltways and up and down 270. There are no incidents or delays to report. In Virginia, on both 395 and 95, pace is good and the travel lanes are open and also running pretty well in both directions on 66 with no work zones in place. Metro Rail is now reporting that service has been restored on the orange and silver lines between West Falls Church and East Falls Church. The power problem has been resolved. WTOP Traffic Center furnished by Regency Furniture. 
Shop Regency starting uh, living room, dining room, living room, and bedroom sets, plus brand name mattresses in store and online at RegencyFurniture.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Over now to 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist, Veronica Johnson. This evening with mainly clear skies, our winds settling down. It's going to turn cold. 30s by late evening and 20s most neighborhoods by early Wednesday morning. Near 50 degrees for Wednesday afternoon and a pretty day too with partly sunny skies. By late day, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, can't rule out a stray shower. Otherwise, all attention to what could be significant winter storm system this weekend more specifically saturday as we could get some snow falling in parts of the area snow and rain and others i'm seven news chief meteorologist veronica johnson in the first alert weather center 35 degrees in reston 35 in bethesda and 38 degrees at the national mall brought to you by long fence save 25 percent on decks pavers and fences six months no payment no interest conditions apply go to longfence.com Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The holiday shopping and entertainment is over. Now come the bills. A lending tree survey finds half of U.S. credit card holders think they can pay their December bill in full. Americans hold nearly $1.1 trillion in credit card debt. After cutting the cord on cable TV, more people are canceling many of the streaming services that replaced their cable bundle. The Wall Street Journal reports rising prices are a big reason. There's more to home delivery than restaurant meals. The CEO of DoorDash tells London's Financial Times the company plans to expand beyond meal delivery and seek new markets outside the U.S. DoorDash is partnering with supermarkets and other retailers. Stocks closed mostly lower to start the new year as traders reconsidered their interest rate expectations. Dow Industrials added 26. The S&P slumped 27. The Nasdaq shed 245. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. And coming up on WTOP, why has Harvard University's president resigned? We'll talk about it with WBZ Radio in Boston. It's 9-12. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for the needle in the haystack four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day ZipRecruiter the smartest way to hire and right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free that's right free just go to this exclusive web address ZipRecruiter.com slash free that's ZipRecruiter.com slash free ZipRecruiter.com slash free coming up Flu season is sending people to their doctors. Is it too late to get vaccinated? I'm Kate Ryan. More news in 60 seconds. You've heard the buzz about IT jobs and cybersecurity and AI, right? Why not prepare for a career in these fields and take advantage of the high demand? You could enjoy a more rewarding and recession-resistant lifestyle. Train in just a few short months at My Computer Career. Are you a veteran, active-duty military, or already in IT? Skill up for positions employers need to fill. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available for qualified students, including the GI Bill.
The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 914. I'm Michael Toscano. Thanks so much for being with us. Harvard President Claudine Gay has handed in her resignation letter. She's decided to step down tonight after facing intense scrutiny over testimony she gave at a congressional hearing on anti-Semitism on college campuses and new accusations of plagiarism in her academic work. Nicole Davis is an anchor with WBZAM in Boston. She joined WTOP's Sean and Ann earlier about whether Gay's resignation comes as a surprise. There have certainly been a lot of people pulling for her resignation, including some prominent alums and also some conservative activists have been calling for this as well. There's also been that investigation in the House Committee of Education uh, looking into those alleged plagiarism instances in her academic works, her dissertation from back in 1997 and other academic works. Now, Harvard did find that, yes, she had a few issues when it came to citation, but they said that there was no instance that they could find when it comes to any sort of research misconduct. So again, the the pressure has been building really against Claudine Gay. There were, of course, three college and university presidents who testified in that congressional testimony where, of course, all this started when Gay didn't explicitly say that threats of genocide against Jewish students at Harvard would violate the school's code of conduct. She's now the second of those college or university presidents to resign. And so now, of course, there's a lot of questions about, well, are all three of them eventually going to and leave their positions. Nicole, what kind of response are you seeing or hearing this afternoon to this decision by Gay? We are hearing, of course, from Elise Stefanik, where the exchange between Gay and Stefanik was the one that essentially made headlines all over the country, essentially talking about, well, what happens if there's calls for genocide against Jewish people on campus? Gay, again, pushing back, saying it's all about context. We have heard from Elise Stefanik saying that the resignation was long overdue. And we're also, too, hearing from the school who said that, look, President Gay has been facing some threats Lately, Gay even said that herself. She's been facing a lot of threats and a lot of um, just anger towards her. And the school said, look, we have supported her. We don't agree with this. But the school itself, the Harvard Corporation, essentially the group of people who are in charge at Harvard, say that it is time. They're sad about this. They accept her resignation and they've thanked her for her commitment to Harvard. But again, it looks like we're hearing from a lot of Republican politicians, including Virginia Fox, who is saying that she is grateful that Gay has decided rather to step down, but also Virginia Fox has said, look, there is more at Harvard that needs to be done. Final 30 seconds here. You mentioned Hmm. that two of the three presidents in that hearing resigned. The president of MIT still in that job. You're in Boston. You can hear these (laughs) things. What's the word about MIT? Is that president in danger? We have not heard anything yet out of MIT. Of course, there has been a bit of pushback against Sally Kornbluth. And as of the past couple of hours, we have heard nothing yet. But you know that we're going to be keeping an eye on that. And we'll just have to wait and see. And I'm also curious to see, you know, what's going to happen with this plagiarism investigation in the House Committee on Education. And there is that push in Congress to see how much further in Harvard this will go. So we'll have to wait and see on that. WBZ News anchor Nicole Davis in Boston. 
A quick look now at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Former President Trump has appealed that decision in Maine that bars him from the ballot. An appeal in Colorado, also expected soon. Our area is either heavy or very heavy with COVID, RSV, and the flu. Experts say the old-fashioned rules still apply. You know, that means hand-washing, vaccines, and wearing a mask in crowds. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to the WTOP center, uh, traffic center and bring in Bob Imler. It is pretty quiet out there for now. Traffic continues to run well around the Beltway in Maryland and in Virginia. The earlier crash on the inner loop after Branch Avenue. That is now out of the roadway and the earlier police activity on the Wilson Bridge. That has now been cleared. Things are generally good to go elsewhere. On uh, 95 and on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, traffic continues to run pretty well. Not a whole lot happening on 270. Pace is good. And the travel lanes there are open. Everything runs pretty freely on 50 getting out to the Bay Bridge. In Virginia, 95 southbound is slow through Newington. I believe it's going to be a work zone setting up there, so be alert. Headed southbound uh, from the Fairfax County Parkway toward Lorton on 95 south. Things are starting to slow down considerably in the main lanes there. Uh, beyond the, the Lorton exit, things are running pretty well toward Fredericksburg at 66 is without delay both ways. Innovation that defends what matters most. Northrop Grumman is defining possible with a cutting-edge missile defense system for a safer tomorrow. Visit NorthropGrumman.com. Bob Imler, WTOP Traffic. And we are lucky enough to have 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson with us. Good evening. Oh. Oh, good evening. Good evening, everybody. Yeah. Uh, so over the last couple of hours here, new information coming in on this storm system for Saturday. And it is looking like we're really going to have to uh, uh, deal with a little more rain versus snowfall with this uh, system now. Uh, that is, again, for Saturday. For the overnight here, we're still mainly clear, breezy. Our uh, temperature is expected to drop down to the mid-20s to lower 30s across the area. And a high temperature tomorrow that will be just shy 50 degrees with partly sunny skies. We've got uh, cooler conditions expected for the end of the week, running in the mid-40s Thursday afternoon, and then Friday afternoon around 40 degrees. It's mid to upper 30s for Saturday, and while that is uh, right there on the borderline for some areas of getting snowfall, uh, we are seeing now, again, trending like there could be more rain mixing in with this uh, weather maker. So some areas could have some light accumulating snowfall, especially in the mountains west and areas along I-81, but for that I-95 corridor, probably more rain mixing with a few snowflakes. So time will tell. We've got a couple of days uh, to go here with more information uh, set to come in. 41 degrees right now in the district. Leesburg at 36, Quantico at 34, Greenbelt, Maryland, 33. Okay, snow. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks so much for that. This is brought to you by Lund the Plumber, Heating and Air, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, a police standoff on the Woodrow Wilson Bridge held up rush hour traffic this evening. It's 921. Hypertrophic cardiomyopathy is a serious heart condition. Some symptoms include being short of breath, feeling tired, or having dizziness or chest pain. My HCM impacted how I felt and what I could do. So I asked my cardiologist about treatment advances that gave me new options. That conversation was big for me. That's why I'm working with Bristol-Myers Squibb to raise awareness about HCM and to help others like me. Talk to your cardiologist today and visit hcmrealtalk.com to learn more. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb. The impact of a meal goes well beyond feeding our bodies. Because when people don't have to worry about where their next meal is coming from, they can truly thrive. Like Marta. 
And now we'll hear from our class valedictorian, who with our hard work never ceases to amaze us. Please welcome Marta Moreno. And Alex. Hey, Alex. How did the interview go? I did it. I got the job. I can't believe it. I knew it. Let's meet up later to celebrate. And Diego. Mom, I got first place at the science fair with my volcano project. That's amazing, sweetie. Congratulations. Because when people are fed, futures are nourished, and everyone deserves to live a full life. Join the movement to end hunger at feedingamerica.org slash act now. Feedingamerica.org slash act now. A public service announcement brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. WTOP is more than just a radio station. We're live online 24-7 at WTOP.com. We're never more than a couple of words away on your smart speaker. And we're available anywhere, anytime on your smartphone with the free WTOP app. For the information you need, your radio is only the beginning. Depend on us on all your devices. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station, WTOP News. Everything you need. Every time you listen. This is WTOP News. Where it is 923 and new tonight on WTOP, we're learning more about what caused those delays on the Woodrow Wilson Bridge during rush hour traffic this evening. D.C. police say the bridge was shut down because of a brief standoff with a man. D.C. police and Maryland State Police responded to the bridge just after 640 for reports of an armed man inside a car. The man was subdued and taken into custody. There are currently no reports of any injuries. Keep it here on WTOP as we gather more details on this developing story. A Prince George's County man has been arrested in connection with the mysterious disappearance of a Fort Washington man. 20-year-old Damian Myers was reported missing by his family back on April 15. Prince George's County police say Myers' family told them he left the day before looking for a ride from his friend, 23-year-old Parrish Good. Detectives uncovered evidence suggesting Myers had been shot and killed inside Good's car and arrested Good for the murder last week. Police say Good admitted to shooting Myers and getting rid of his body in the Fort Washington area. Police are still working to determine a motive for that shooting. Good is being held without bond on first and second degree murder charges. The number of people heading to their doctor's offices with flu-like symptoms is up. The CDC shows D.C. and Maryland in the high range and Virginia in the very high range. So the question is, what should you do? It's not too late to get vaccinated against COVID-19, the flu, or RSV, says Dr. Andrew Pekosh, a virologist at the Johns Hopkins University's Bloomberg School of Public Health. Because we expect to see high numbers of respiratory virus cases for the next couple of weeks. If you do come down with symptoms, there are antivirals, says Pekosh, but you do need to get tested. You have to go to your pharmacy or to your medical doctor to get the test to know if you're infected with RSV or influenza. It's not as easy as it is with COVID-19. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Fairfax County is getting ready to roll out another round of assistance for local businesses. It's a program providing professional coaching and consulting services for industry experts. This is about helping your small business be better at whatever it is you do. That's Jamie Gaucher with the Fairfax County Department of Economic Initiatives. He says the program, known as Thrive, just closed its first window for applications, but a second one is about to open soon on January 16th, so small business owners can start getting their applications ready now. We feel strongly that 
all types of businesses all across the county, especially small businesses, can benefit from a greater degree of technical assistance. The program provides coaching and targeted consulting valued up to $10,000 per business. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Here's Rob Woodfork. 